Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got a great episode ahead as we speak with a pair of national champions from Augsburg. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we've got Sam Stahl, a current member of the Augsburg Wrestling Program and a 2023 national champion, as well as former student-athlete and coach Mark Matzik. We talk about the coaching connection between these two, the experience of winning a national championship, why they love Division Three, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, my name's Sam Stahl. Um, I'm currently on the wrestling team here at Augsburg University. Hi, my name is Mark Matzik. I'm a former member of the uh, Augsburg University wrestling team, and I'm currently uh, an administrator at a small Catholic school in Eldridge, Wisconsin, and I'm also the uh, head wrestling coach uh, there in Eldridge, Wisconsin for their high school varsity team. Thank you two both for joining me. I'm excited to chat. There are some connections that we don't normally get to have in these podcasts. Um, that go way back, way before Augsburg to high school years. Um, so as we found out when we are, we're chatting with the Augsburg team, Mark, you coach Sam in high school. Um, so fun little thing. So maybe before we even get started with the questions, talk about that. What was Sam like in high school? Did you know he'd be a national champion? Well, um, no, I, I, I obviously I don't have a crystal ball. I didn't know that he'd be a national champ. I, I knew that he, he definitely had the potential. Um, I mean, his his work ethic uh, is was unprecedented, um, you know, and unparalleled in the in the high school room. And he was a uh, I mean, he was a student of the sport. He he wanted to improve. Uh, and so, I mean, I was able to uh, be in his corner for uh, three of his four state titles. And um, each one was different. I mean, we've, <laughs> I know that, so, I mean, I could go on and on and on about uh, stories from Sam winning uh, state titles or the Minnesota Christmas tournament uh, and how each one of those, you know, roads to, to, to those championships um, were, were each different and in the, in the, and unique in their own way. But uh, um, I'll, I'll save for college stuff unless you really want to get into it. No, no worries. And I guess I have to ask too, we're, and maybe this is more towards Sam, was was there any, not interference, but any um, inspiration from your coach to go to Augsburg? Um, I don't think right away at all. Um, I actually did not uh, start here at Augsburg. Um, I, out of high school, I went to North Dakota State University for three and a half years, and my younger brother came here. Um, I think maybe Coach Matic had some influence on my younger brother, for sure. Um, we, both my brother and I, both loved uh, having Coach Matzik as our coach. We thought that he cared for us. He wanted us to excel. He pushed us to um, be the best we could be. He understood what we wanted from the sport and uh, to get where we were. So I don't think uh, him, his, him going to Augsburg and being an alumni from Augsburg pushed me to come to Augsburg right away at all, but I'm glad I'm here. Super excited. Happy to be here. Awesome. And um, 
Well, speaking of now you're at Augsburg, let's talk about the campus life and and maybe see what changes there have been from um, your days, Mark, to now. So Sam, starting out with you, where are you and your teammates and where are you all hanging out on campus? What are the spots? And then when you're off campus in town, where are you guys kind of going around town? And then Mark, follow up and let me know if those have changed. For sure. So um, I would say the biggest spot that we hang out now is our wrestling room. Yeah, I know wrestling room can be like sweaty or whatever, but I know it's come a long way. I believe since Coach Matic was there in the room, we now have a really big couch that has Augsburg wrestling on it. Um, we have a flat screen TV in there, so it's a pretty nice hangout spot. A lot of students do homework in there or just talk or watch film um, in between classes. I'd say that's for sure our biggest and comfiest spot to hang out. And uh, most other teams don't come into the wrestling room, I would say. So it's kind of our own little spot and just the wrestlers hanging out. Um, other than that, on campus, I think Einstein's uh, love, love the cookies they have there. They're incredible. Um, they make great breakfast sandwiches as well. It's just a big social area and people can talk, do some homework. So I'd say those are the two biggest spots on campus to hang out. Um, other than that, outside of campus, um, I'd say two things, two spots I could think of. Uh, Joe's Market, my brother I know goes there a lot. On Fridays, they have a taco special. Um, so he's always bringing home tacos. They're delicious. They're incredible. And then also there's a place called The Sociable. I just started recently going there just because I have a roommate who is currently in Greece studying abroad, but he likes to create his own music, write his own songs. And so he'll go sing karaoke um, during the summer once a week or twice a week even. And so our whole house and some of our other teammates will go and watch him and cheer him on. So it's really fun getting outside of the house and seeing him perform. Mark, how about you? Well, um, when I wrestled there, our wrestling room was about three quarters of a mat. So we didn't really hang out in there. It was, it was down in the dungeon. Um, so that that was different. Uh, when I coached at Augsburg, I, I never dreamt of putting a, a couch in there. Who, whose idea was that anyways? Was that Jimmy's or was that Tony's? It had to be Jimmy's. Had I'm to be. thinking the same thing. Jeepers. But anyways, um, but otherwise, I mean, even though there wasn't a whole lot of space, we'd hang out in uh, Sam Barber's uh, office quite a bit and outside of his office, uh, all of us guys. Um, and then off campus, well, Devani's right um and uh i mean really that that's about it otherwise the 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 other you know this the, the common spaces on campus to, to hang out so i mean that's basically where we were all right well i guess you're lucky to have a couch then um <laughs> especially a branded couch that's awesome um now thinking of travel wrestling is an interesting one in d3 i think where you kind of have two sections of the country and that's it. So I don't know how much you guys are traveling. Um, and maybe you're doing some non-D3 competitions too that, that would help out a little bit with that. But um, Mark, when you guys were there, did you get to travel a lot um, outside of kind of the, the upper Midwest or were you guys? Yeah, we had uh, what, one trip we we always looked forward to was going down and wrestling in Florida uh, at the Sunshine Open. And then that was over Christmas break. And then we'd... Uh, either rent vans or get a big uh, um, coach bus and go down to Key West for New Year's Eve. So, you know, uh, coming from the, uh, the farm 
out here in uh, out here in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, as a 19-year-old kid and seeing Duval Street on New Year's Eve, that was quite the experience for me. And I can uh, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so to be able to do that, I think I did that uh, seven times uh, over my time there. So you know, wrestling and then as an assistant coach uh, there as well. So that was quite the experience. Um, and then we also, when we were, when I was a senior, we, uh, did not go down to Key West. We didn't go down to, to the Sunshine Open to Key West. We actually flew out to, uh, um, out West, uh, Seattle and Bend, Oregon. And we, uh, wrestled, uh, Oregon State, Cal Poly and Portland State, I believe in a, in a, in a quad out there. So, um, and uh, that was quite the experience wrestling the you know Division one programs from the from the West Coast and flying out there um, and training and uh, you know just that just that whole experience there uh, was a was a whole lot of fun um, and then we we also went to the uh, um, Nike headquarters as well and uh, I'll be honest is that that like where the, the Nike shoe is right now, it's because of my wrestling team. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there right now because they brought us in to the research and development. And at that time, Nike had horrible wrestling shoes. And they sat us all down and they brought out uh, Adidas, Asics, and <clears throat> Brute shoes and they're and they started just asking us you know what do you like about these shoes what do you what don't you like and we are brutally honest and we told them exactly what we wanted and i'm not kidding like the next year that's when the nice nike shoes came out in like 2006 2007 so um nike is smart when they brought all those those college wrestlers in and actually listened to them but <laughs> so those are kind of some of the the, the top travel experiences while uh you know on the wrestling team for us yeah so all the wrestlers listening in you heard it here first you can thank augsburg for the good shoes that's what i'm hearing um sam how about you have you guys have you had any good fun trips like that um yeah we uh traveled down to florida just like uh coach Matzik did um this year uh we're actually not going down um we decided to not go down for the first time in I don't know how many years, but we've gone down every year I've been here so far. So um, it's always been a really fun trip. We take about uh, 20, 20 to 25 guys and we fly down to Florida and we get to spend four or five nights down there and get to celebrate New Year's and kind of kick our feet up on the beach and hang out and eat some greasy food after some tournaments. I would say those are definitely the best trips. I know uh, traveling on long bus rides is not fun. People are cutting weight. They're miserable. But I think in the long run, those long bus trips are fun. Um, there's always some stories that go along with it. I think one thing I'll remember, and I wasn't even part of it, uh, we had our national tournament last year in Virginia, in Roanoke, Virginia. If you qualify for the national tournament, if you're one of the starters, um, they bought you plane tickets when you flew down. And the whole rest of the team – got on a bus and drove from Minneapolis to Roanoke, Virginia in one day, just straight through. And it was miserable for those guys. And they were excited. They showed up and 
had no sleep and they came to the national tournament and were rowdy and excited and cheering on all the guys and um, motivating us and had our back. So I think, uh, I think they enjoyed it, whether they say it or not. I know on the way home, something happened with the bus drivers or something where their trip ended up adding another four and a half hours. They, I think they missed a turn or something and it took them four and a half hours longer to come back than it did to get there. So other than that, no, we, uh, we usually take coach the bus in, uh, a coach bus when we travel to tournaments, taking the whole team. Other than that, we take vans. And if you're with Jimmy, if you have Jimmy Mozoff driving your van, oh man, you're listening to his music. He's not taking suggestions. He's going with whatever he likes. He's throwing it way back. And that's, that's all you're going to get. Who's the better driver of your your coaches that are behind the wheel? Not to start any drama with the coaching staff, but oh man, <laughs> I uh, uh I I don't know if I could pick one that just stands out. I think they're all incredible. They all do a great job. Great, good, You're safe and sound back there in the back seat. Yep. Um, is the is the Florida trip over New Year's a nice reprieve from the Minnesota weather? Oh, for I imagine, sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's so nice to feel the sun and not worry about wearing a bunch of clothes. I know uh, it's a two-day tournament. Um, so when we competed in Florida, if you made the second day or whatever and you had to lose weight, it's so much easier to go outside after you're done competing at day one and throw on some sweatpants and a sweatshirt and just run for like 10 minutes and being like, oh, it's 85 degrees. Weight's good. I'm going to sweat like that compared to Minneapolis. Like You got to really keep that sweat rolling, but with the heat in Florida, it's just you don't really have to do too much to lose that extra weight. So, yeah. Uh, the the nice Yeah. Same thing here. And it was a, and for us, what we would do, we'd go to Florida and then we'd turn around and come back. And within four days, we'd get on a coach bus and go to Dickinson, North Dakota. I remember the one year it was down, I mean, it was like 75, 80 degrees. And then um, in Florida, and then four days later, we're in Dickinson, North Dakota, and it's like 20 below wind chill and it was so again a hundred degree difference um yeah you talk about again taylor a few trips you know you're lucky you don't have to go on that one sam or maybe you're going on that one this year i hope you have to that sounds like it's asking for a cold or some kind of sickness during the the weather changes like that um now let's talk academics so I know you're coaching and I think, did you say teaching as well or just coaching? Um, I'm um, coaching and then uh, I'm a, a principal at a uh, okay small Catholic school in town. So what was, what was your major back when you were in school and what were you studying? Uh, math, uh, mathematics and secondary education. So I, before I took this job this last January, I was uh, a math teacher uh, in town here. Very cool. And Sam, what was, what is your major? What are you studying? Um, I'm actually a uh, mathematics with a secondary in education as well. <laughs> okay. So Sam, thinking of the professors you've had in that area, since you guys do have some overlap there, clearly, um, any of them that might've been around or, or maybe Mark knew, you know, if any professors that you had are still around that you guys might be able to commiserate about or be excited about? Yeah, um, I know I've talked to Coach Matzik a couple of times talking about my classes and whatnot. 
And I'd say just going through the math classes I've taken, I really enjoyed having Susan DeRay and uh, Matthew Haynes. I enjoyed both their classes and thought they were excellent professors. I had uh, Professor Haynes a lot more than I had Professor DeRay, but um, Professor Haynes likes to keep it fun, lo loves to keep it cool. He uh, was always bringing pizza for the very last day of school, and sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm cutting late. I can't have it, but then I took his class at the spring semester. I'm like, let's go. I'm excited to eat this pizza now. So, yeah. Yeah, I had uh, I, I had both of them, and they were both my couple of my favorites there. So, um, you know, I mean, both of them took them under, you know, took me under their wing, and and uh, I mean, they're they're great professors. You know, I mean, sometimes I I would I know like for example, both of them uh, let me take a test uh, ahead of time because of uh, either the national tournament or. I remember um, specifically Matt, Hain uh, you know, Professor Matthew Haynes. He uh, he let me take a, a, a like a, a mid quarter or <clears throat> something like that. Uh, he let me take it uh, uh, ahead of time so that I could go down to the Wisconsin State tournament and watch my little brother. So, you know, those you know that that's one of those um, perks of being at a small college is that these these professors. You know, we'll, you know, we'll gladly work with you. Um, and uh, so anyways, yeah. Very cool. And I think you guys are the 15th episode of the podcast this year. We have not had our former and current have any overlap with their majors. So I'm so happy that the question actually finally worked. <laughs> um, that's awesome, though. Um, now let's get to some story time. So Let's talk about the funniest or maybe craziest story you've had, but it's appropriate for this podcast. Um, and and coach, I'll start with you. All right. Oh, you know, I saw that question and I was thinking, uh, you know, a little bit. Um, one is one of the last practices. Uh, we were warming up and a teammate of mine, Jamel Tidwell, who was a three-time three All-American, um, and during our warmups, uh, at the end of them, we, we choose to pick on somebody and we tell somebody, everybody, you know, so, you know, the, the captain at the time would tell someone to, to shut up and then everybody would yell, you know, shut up so-and-so. And well, one of the, one of the very last practices, it might've been the last practice. He told my coach, Jeff Swenson to shut up and <laughs> my coach Jeff Swenson uh he he's who's the athletic director at Augsburg right now chased Jamel down put him in a cradle and then carried him because we had two rooms at that time so we had a real small small room for that the, the heavyweights to wrestle live in so they didn't squish the the other you know a smaller guys in the in the, in the uh, main room and so he picked so he cradled uh Jamel and in, in, uh, in the main room, picked him up, carried him all the way down the hall and failed and <laughs> him in the other room, brought him back in and dropped him down. Uh, so that was that that was, you know, one of the best, uh, I guess, funny stories in, in that. And then uh, and then the other one that came to mind was and it involves Jamel uh, and uh, a teammate, Ryan Stroud, and then Sam Barber, who's the uh, head coach at the Air Force Academy. 
uh, uh, currently, and he was the assistant coach at Augsburg when I was going through. And we were driving out to uh, work a summer camp for Jay Robinson. And we ended up hitting a deer in Montana. And there is, I mean, you talk about uh, a journey from there. I could I could talk for another 45 minutes about the rest of that trip about us getting to California and then getting <laughs> and then getting back and all the things that happened. But that was a learning experience about working for someone in in in, in Montana uh, at a campground while our our Jeep got fixed and 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 everything. But um I mean those are some good stories, some good memories. Yeah, it's telling your coach to shut up is a risky move. Um, <laughs> Sam, what about you? What's one of your funniest or craziest stories? I don't know if my stories will even compete with Coach Mathis. I don't even, I'm trying to think of ones and I can't nail one right on the, I can't hammer one right on the nail right now. But um, I think craziest just for, I mean, I, I don't think it's really that crazy, but in my perspective, I think it's crazy. Um, is that so? I have a teammate, uh, Tyler Kim. He's our heavyweight at Augsburg. He, uh, um, I came here again. This is going to be my third year competing at Augsburg. And well, the whole time I've known him, he's had his hair down to his shoulders. I've never ever seen him. Apparently, like when he was in high school, he had a buzz cut, but I've only seen pictures. And so I think that one of the crazy stories, I mean, crazy, but just. He's, he always said every single year, he's like, once our team wins a national tournament, I'll let Jimmy cut my hair. You know, I'm going to cut my hair, whatever. And so whatever, he, or if he won it individually. So nothing happened two years ago. We didn't win it. We didn't win it uh, three years ago when I was first here. But then last year, right after we won the tournament, it was like we're celebrating, we're eating, we're going out to eat and stuff, and we're up late and we're in hanging out with the coaches and Tyler Kim, Kim, he sits, pulls a chair out and at like 1.30 a.m. he pulls the chair out, sits down and he's like, pulls out like a random scissors and he's like, Jimmy, time to cut my hair. Like, you you, you won. Like, we don't have to do this in front of anybody and everybody. He's like, right now, 1.45 a.m., cut my hair. Whereas everyone's like, what is what is this guy doing? Can can we just wait until we get back to Minneapolis? Can we? He's like, I'll go get a climb into a bathtub in the hotel. And we're like, uh, heavyweight climbing into a bathtub to get his haircut. I don't know. I could not picture it, but so I'd say that would be one of our, my crazy stories. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> so those were funny or crazy, but. There's also probably some times and some memories you have that mean a little bit more to you. And I'm going to stick with you first, Sam. So what is your favorite memory during your time with the Augsburg program? For sure. Um, first off, um, I think I, after I left high school, went to North Dakota State and my younger brother went to Augsburg. He's been my best friend, uh, practice every single day together. Um, so when I had the opportunity and ended up coming to Augsburg, I was super excited super grateful to be able to compete on the same team as him uh, again. Um, never thought that that would happen after high school. But I would say this year, my favorite moment in my wrestling uh, career is at the national tournament. Um, my younger brother placed the All-American um, and just seeing my family being there and him and I both All-American doing that. And we told Jimmy, 
uh, while we were warming up day one, we're like, and Charlie told me we were the first ever brothers in Augsburg history, the All-American in the same year. So I think that's something special and that's something my brother and I can look back on. But I think just watching him and his blood round um, in the match to become an All-American and seeing his hard work paying off, and um, that, that was the best part of my college career. Awesome. And you guys all American your team right to a national championship too, right? Yep. Yep. It was, so, it was a good year. Yeah, it was a great year. Um, Coach, how about you? What was your favorite memory during your time? Um, well, I mean, winning titles and uh, team titles in uh, 2002, 2005, 2007, and 2010. Those are, I mean, those are awesome. I mean, obviously winning some individual, I mean, and Sam, you can attest to this, is that when an individual title is is awesome, right? But to, to have that experience to uh, win a team title and to share that with all your teammates, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's so much, it's so much better than, than the individual title. Um, uh, so, I mean, so winning those team titles is, is awesome. And then it was, it was, you know, I didn't go to, to Roanoke this last year and watch you guys. I actually was, was down on the beach watching you guys. <laughs> it was during my school spring break. I went down to my uh, my in-laws down down to Florida, like we usually do, and I was watching you watching you guys. And uh, I, I was so proud to see both, uh, you know, both Charlie and Sam, uh, all American, and you know, win title, and you know, win that team title, and you know maybe swearing at Sam a little bit while he was wrestling. Like I always, like I always have to uh, a little bit. I mean, it was just like, I was in the, <laughs> I was in the corner with them again, <laughs> watching him on TV down there yelling at him, you know, with my family laughing at me. But um, so, I mean, that's, so, so when you talk about, you know, I guess older, you know, great memories, um, you know, you know, but uh, what's, what's great about having Sam and, and Charlie at Augsburg is that it, um, you know, and it brings up, you know, help helps bring back the old memories that I had watching those guys wrestling in the, in the same singlet and wrestling the same style that, that I did. And it brings a lot of pride, you know, and, uh, to me watching that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to heading down to lacrosse this year. Cause it's, uh, believe it or not, it's, it's, uh, your, um, the national tournament for you guys is the week after my spring break. So it's going to be easy for me to swing down there. Yeah, that, uh, I think it's the first, or while I've been in college, it's, we usually have spring break after the national tournament. Um, not this year, we have spring break leading up to our national tournament. So while everyone's out having fun on spring break, we'll be training and getting ready to uh, compete at the national tournament. So it's going to be a fun spring break. I love those. I think those are awesome memories and and really really cool experiences. So we'll, we'll wrap it up a little bit. Um, as I mentioned in my my communication before we hopped on here, this podcast is part of our 50th anniversary of Division Three celebration. So we are in the 50th year of Division Three, and there have been 50 great years, but there's a lot more ahead. Um, and we know kind of as a Division Three athlete what that might mean to some people, whether it's getting to be involved in more things, getting to take your academics more seriously. Um, so I'd love to hear from both of you what it means to you to be or to have been a Division three student athlete. Um, and Coach, I'll have you start that one. Well, I mean, 
uh, I take a lot of pride in 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 being a former uh, Division three uh, athlete because um, I would I did it for the for the pure uh, enjoyment of uh, of competing in the sport that I love, and then at the same time I was able to um, really focus uh, on my studies and 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 be a true student athlete and um and also for me i mean one thing that that uh, i was drawn to in uh for division three was that it wasn't a, a 365 day uh you know uh uh thing you know i mean uh when you when i think about uh you know division one i mean that's that that's a huge commitment whereas for me uh i like to you know i mean still train somewhat in, in the off season, but I also like to get a lot of time away from the mat, get recharged, you know, go back home and, um, and reconnect with my family and then dive back into it again in the fall, uh, in both my, in, in both my studies and, uh, and my sport. So, um, so on, when I, when I, when I'm doing, when I'm, talking to, to, to uh, my current wrestlers about, um, you know, division one, two, or three, right? Um, I, I think there's a lot of value in a division three uh, uh, wrestling experience. All right. And Sam, I think you have a unique perspective on this, obviously going to division one for, I think you said three and a half years, and then transferring over. So when you made that transition, I don't know if it was just because your brother was here or what the what the situation was, but what have you noticed maybe coming over to Division Three, and what have you enjoyed about now being a D3 student athlete? For sure. Um, I would say uh, right off the bat, when I came to Augsburg, I was amazed at when I went to my classes, not that I would miss classes, but the differences that compared to my at NDSU where I was, I would be in like uh, lecture halls of 300 students, 250 students. And like the professor doesn't know you on a personal level. They don't know you you by a name. They just see you on a roster. Um, they don't have attendance, uh, you do participation points. So like, they don't know if you're there or not. They're not checking in on you. They, if you miss, they would have no idea. Where at Augsburg, the professors want you to succeed. They do what they can to help. They are happy to meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. They um, push you. They are there to help, like I said. So I think that having those professors that want you to succeed, want you to come to class and know who you are, not just as a name or a number, your student ID, but on a personal level, I think that's a huge importance um, for the academics anyways. And then they'll even come to your matches if you're, or tournaments or whatever sport you play there. They're all about the university. They care for their university. So I think that's a cool sp perspective. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that they're in your corner. They're rooting for you. But for wrestling in general, I think that, or competing in D3, I'm happy that I came to D3. I went traded for the world. Um, uh, I'm glad I went to D1 right away. Uh, just because if I didn't, I wouldn't have a red shirt ear. To let me compete right now and so i'm happy i get to compete right now but um uh going along the lines of coach matic just being able to compete i think that practicing every single day your body's uh, i think there's a select few that can do it and have a lot of success at it um just like he was saying 
I need a break from wrestling. I can't be on the mats going 100% every single day in the weight room every single day, doing sprints every single day. Uh, I love hanging out with my friends. I love leaving Minneapolis and going to hang out with my old roommates that live in lacrosse or going to visit my buddies in Fargo or just going fishing or anything, going to get ice cream. Um, but then when it's time to compete and get back into it, our bodies are ready to go. We had our time off. We're excited to get back in. Um, even in the summers, we have uh, our mats are open mats, so you can come in if you want, but it's not mandatory. You're not required to be there. So if you miss the match, you can still work out. Um, I think it's a great spot for high school athletes that just want to keep competing. I I think that the competition is there. You you get what you put into it. You're still working your butt off and trying to be the best you can be. And still, uh, as again, what Mark Matzik said, you know, you love the sport. That's why you're still doing it in college. And yeah, I'm grateful to be here. That's great. My last question for both of you, um, 50 years down for division three and many ahead, what do you hope to see for the future of division three? And that could be division three wrestling or just division three in general. Um, coach, I'll have you start out. I guess um, I've seen uh, great improvements in the championships uh, and how, how the championships have been run in division three you know i mean <clears throat> when i was at, at wrestling the national tournament um as an athlete i we it wasn't even in a and that the championships weren't even held in, in an arena right they were they were held in a, in a field house um so but now the ncaa uh championship committee has elevated that to where the division three national tournament has to be held in an arena and uh, again, there's 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 carpet down there underneath the um, you know in between the mats underneath the mats for the finals. There's an elevated stage, and so so just to see that progression uh, it is 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 great to see. And then with the addition of uh, a lot of different uh, programs that you know now that um <clears throat> now that Sam and Charlie are wrestling at Augsburg, I've started to take and you know I mean uh more interest in, in division three wrestling again and to see like oh you know like what's this school this school isn't around when i was wrestling or coaching at augsburg and 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 taking a look at where that is and seeing the growth uh in the sport is uh is very positive uh, so um so what do i see in the future i want to see that you know help to see you know again more and more uh um schools adding uh division three you know division three schools adding wrestling and then with that the ncaa championship committee uh adding qualifiers as well as the sport grows that's great and not only is wrestling men's wrestling growing but women's wrestling is growing at an incredible pace and i know augsburg has a women's wrestling team as well so huge growth in that sport in general lately sam what is what do you hope to see for the future of d3 um, so I can't uh, talk about the national tournament that Coach Matic wrestled in. I did not see them. I wasn't there for them. So uh, I, I'm pretty happy with the arenas that I've competed in for the national tournaments. I think they do a good job. Uh, uh, one of their broadcasting out to my family members, Coach Matic could watch us compete. Um, people from home being able to watch us compete. So they do a good job with that. Um, one thing I think that I would love to continue seeing is that high school kids 
um, whether they're top of their class or doing really, really well in wrestling or whatever sport it might be, just because you're up there for that your sport or whatever does not mean that you need to go do it. Um, I don't think that, I mean, if you want to, sure, go for it. I'm not telling anyone to not, but if you're looking for a good education that you know that professors are going to care for you and want you to succeed while doing something that you love, it's a, uh, D3 is an awesome place to be. You get to keep competing for the four years you get to continue to be an athlete and a college athlete at that. You get to travel over the country. Um, you're not just staying locally. We still travel all over the place. And so I would just like to see more and more high school kids considering D3 for whatever sport it might be and not just pushing it to the side. I don't think I could have paid for a better answer than that to the question. Um, thank you both so much for your time tonight. That was the last thing I had for you. I really, really appreciate you coming on here tonight and chatting and catching up. And I appreciate that we had a really cool connection for a coach and a, an athlete um, to bring you guys back together for a, about a half hour. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the opportunity, Katie. Thank you. Have a great yeah, night. Thanks, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more Small Talk next week.